Y'all halfway peoples, I advise you not to try this. SS. Sinister V's, sinister voices. Yo. Action packed, Black Mac 10, Junior and his friend. Not a pot to piss and starving brothers on a mission. Half past two. Bring your plan around the tow booth. GW Bridge. Got the weapon concealed, nothing to lose. They choose to break the rules at all costs. Stick them in Jersey. Hit the other side of New York. Black and red leather suits and black biker boots. One got the gun, the other one controls the motorbike. Adrenaline pumping. Dreams of cash. Anybody try to stop them getting lead in their face. Believe that. Black pack on his back, ready for loot to fill. With a thrill, they gonna be robbing that booth for real. Do or die, I'm saying it's you and I. They choose to break the rules at all costs. Do or die, I'm saying it's you and I. Two minds steadily manifesting on thoughts. Do or die, I'm saying it's you and I. They can't hold me. They can't hold me. Well, it, it, it started halfway through that, so. Oh, listen, all you need to know is your boy's free from court. They can't hold me. And I'm not going down. Did you see Rex in there? He was the bailiff. He had to take up other work now. Was he wearing pants? <laughs> no, he's still naked. He's Poor naked bailiff. No, it was just a traffic ticket. But I got to go back again. It was just a plea date. Well, that sounds rough. Small yeah. world. So you played, did you say you pled not guilty? Yeah, of course. Always plead not guilty. All right. All right. I've, I've never it. gotten a ticket. Ever? Yeah. I, I've potentially driven 132 miles an hour down uh, 390. Potentially. Well, I'll tell you what, yeah. it's terrifying. As soon as you walk in, they poke you right in the eye just to break you down mentally. They're constantly throwing things at you and insulting you. So just a normal day at home for me, then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's so, talk a little footy here. Yeah, I got an intro. Is this more professional than usual? Because we got made fun of for that. We did by who? I thought someone in the Discord was commenting about how the pods usually start out. So yeah, uh, our our boy San Dimas likes to likes to have a laugh at the uh, some of the intros. Welcome to the Vanley Thirty Three Podcast. I am Mike, and as always, with me is Stu and Evan. But things are a little different this time. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, hey, hey, hey. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, Everybody introduced themselves. Oh, yeah. Hello. What started as just a part-time squat on the top floor of the Kodak building has turned into our new permanent home. We're just three buddies living at the top of a local landmark and talking footy. So thanks for dropping in, and let's chat some rhinos, boys. Feels good. Feels good to be at the... uh... The top of the world, top of Rochester, anyway. Yeah, there's a nice breeze through the windows. It's it's nice. Yeah, I didn't think they were gonna open. They're a little. At first, they were painted shut, but you just get a little screwdriver and scrape it, and you can pop those suckers right open. Yeah, I heard someone say, "Hey, you can't do that," but then we did. So <laughs> it's a lot of lead paint flying through the air <laughs> right now, too. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll be good. All right, so what game do you want to talk about? We could talk about the one we tried to watch, but then the camera was, uh, I think, in a different zip code. Yeah, that was that was some distance. Um, New York City, 
FC two was was the opponent. If you could uh, if you could see it from where you were, Stu, I I couldn't from where I was. Thankfully, I have the internet at my disposal to to remind me. What did uh What do we think? Apparently, only having thirty four point four percent of the possession, I was fairly impressed by how much we controlled the game. We did get some world keep world class level goalkeeping at points. But it awkwardly didn't feel like they had much uh, much real attack. It was o- it was only thirty four percent. Yeah, it's yeah. Weird. I saw I saw that too. I was I was surprised too, Stu. Like as usual, I think we're 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 you even in games that feel like we dominate. We're sometimes you know lo- losing the the possession numbers. Um, but yeah, I was surprised to see only thirty four percent. It it felt like uh a tight battle and we probably to, to to my eye I thought I thought we controlled it. Yeah, I didn't see it. Um I didn't hear that number or look that number up before, but I didn't see it as a uh, 34%. I would have guessed 50-50. But I guess, you know, if I rewatch it, I'll probably pay attention more. But I think that's kind of the strength of the tactics and the formation and how the players are playing right now. We've shown that we can win with, you know, a lot of possession or little possession. We can kind of mix it up and just cater to what the game needs us to do. And that is something that's required to win a championship. Yeah, it's it's winning dirty. Extra dirty. <laughs> Extra dirty. Yeah, this one was a touch more, a touch more conservative i think of tactics and i and i don't know if that was an, an intentional strategy or if this was just a better opponent because it, it that this probably is is the best opponent i've said that a few times and i and i still think that's true um they're, they're probably the best thing we played it, throwing out the st louis game at the beginning of the year they they might be um the best opponent but you know first game of the year other conference it's hard to tell um, but yeah, yeah, New York City is, is a pretty strong team, and and we we hung with them, and uh, according to my my game flow numbers here too, we won the XG by a, a fair margin as well, um, even conceding possession. So uh, another another strong performance. I'm I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, we had um, Reese out again from uh, what appears to be a training injury, and the human Swiss Army knife Christian Wood stepped in again as right center back, I believe. And he's kind of really shown or lived up to that goofy nickname we gave him as a human Swiss Army knife. He stepped in and maybe the possession kind of hints towards we didn't have our regular center backs, but he did obviously a great job. And I think we can now officially slot him in under center back in the depth chart. I think he's probably the primary backup in in four positions. Like he he's played he's played left and right wing back and left and right center back. I think he he's got minutes at every at every spot. So yeah, it's pretty it's pretty impressive. We could throw him up top and see if he can shoot throw a ball him, too. Throw him up top. I don't see why not. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I because I, I, I know we said before that we're all kind of worried as far as depth goes, specifically with the back three um i've i've heard something about more academy kids making the jump up 
So maybe some of them are center backs, but it's we've avoided getting bit in the ass by it so far. I just I don't want to get into a situation where we're making that final push in the playoffs or that final finals run and we hit a snag with center back because as a starter, Reese does what he does. We all know what he does. But not having him every game, uh, it's just more pieces that need to be moved around. And obviously we would all prefer, or at least I would always prefer to have, you know, the same starting 11 every time. That's yeah, it. I just kind of trailed off. I was, <laughs> I didn't, no. I forgot where I was going with it. Like, no, no. Yeah. That, that would be preferable obviously to, t- to keep them healthy. Yeah. The cover is, is, is wood. Like we said, he, he fills in on both sides, um, wings and center backs and probably the next one is, is Jallo. So if you do have to, to dig into your depth a little bit, it's upsetting, you know, other positions there too. So, uh, we'll see if we get some some of the boys in here to to provide cover for for Lopez and Batista. You know, God forbid something happens to them. But but we definitely we definitely need them to stay healthy at this point. So hopefully hopefully we get that depth in soon. Yeah, I think we're gonna see some more of that depth too because I know Batista went out hurt in midway through the first half. Um, so I think we're gonna just see a Brigida start or Brigida start. I'm assuming I'm just going to assume Wood is going to be center back again until we see Reese on the starting lineup. So we're already seeing some of that late season uh, injury tomfoolery. Yeah. What do you prefer? Uh, what do you guys prefer as far as if, if Batiz remains out, which that is really unfortunate. Um, I was sad to see him go down. Do you prefer uh, an alien going in and moving Rayo out to the wing, or do you want like more of a like for like with Brigida kind of going in Batiz's spot? I, I like Brigida. I've liked him since the start. So I'd like to see him get some minutes, especially with, um, I think he's basically, that's his position. So uh, if we're concerned about losing more players, it's not that we want anyone to get injured, but it's it's better if you lose someone who's that's their position rather than moving around. Yeah, I'm a big believer in when you come out that tunnel, you have natural positions in the starting 11. And for right now, I would say Rayo's natural position is actually striker, as we've seen his goal tally go up and up and up. I I would prefer Brigida to start as a like-for-like switch with Batiz. But I think what happened last game with an alien coming in, now he came in first half for Batiz, but you could still make that same switch, you know, as a 70th minute sub or 75th minute sub. I think he does well in situations like that where he comes on and can play the hero role. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see. We've got uh, Columbus up next, or excuse me, Cincinnati, sorry, Cincinnati up next, who I, I was thinking in my head, that oh maybe that's a game where you can try some different things they're one of the only have nine points but we know not to fuck around too much with them because we lost them last time so maybe we'll keep things uh keep things as steady as possible and just take care of business yeah and i realize that might be slightly insulting to him to say i like you better as 70th minute sub but yeah we we're on a run right now and there's a certain recipe that's gotten us there I'm not saying he couldn't do the job as a starter, 
because I believe he can. I I just why mess with a recipe that's been working? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, there's a certain level of confidence, and if it takes him a game or two to get fully up to speed, what's the what's the question mark there of what that causes for the rest of the team? When you lose a player, it's it's often difficult to really understand where that's going to affect the rest of the team, the rest of how they play. And I think we saw at the start of the season when players didn't really trust others what that caused issues in defense. And we've been pretty rock solid since. So, yeah, And I've said from simple. the beginning, in, in the beginning, uh, like early podcast, when we started getting these games in, I said that I liked an alien a lot or an alien a lot as like a, almost a second striker. And I still think that the strengths of his game would shine through in that role. We're just not set up right now for a, a two-man front. But I could see if certain things played out, um, a two-man front could happen. I would love to see him in that role just to prove to everybody that I'm right. I, I see that, too. I definitely think that position would play to his strengths because he, he does have a tendency to, like, be a connector. But his move his movement in the box, is, he, he can do striker things he, he definitely can yeah. but he likes to do he likes to be a connector he, he likes to be a connector so I, I do think he'd be a natural fit for that uh for that as well all right what do you guys got uh as far as game highlights i only have one thing written down in my little stupid notebook which is nine minutes in williams put it off the post eddie yeah um we're top of the division yeah we are <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that, that's something that's been a topic of conversation among fans behind the scenes here is that now we're first in the division. Um, with a game in hand. With a game in hand, second in the conference, and sixth overall in the league. I think I wouldn't be out of line saying that there's some expectations now. There are some expectations, yeah. There are some expectations. It's 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 cool to be on top. It feels like this was coming for... Uh, a while now and uh yeah we, we we've got both hands on it so we can consolidate we have a really good chance to consolidate against what should be a weak cincinnati team and uh we're starting to play some more away games but we don't have we, we had this really strong stretch mike i know you you talked about i don't know three or four pods ago about you know here's the stretch that's going to define the season we're playing new england we're playing new york city we're playing mm-hmm. Uh, some of the teams behind us, Philadelphia, who was closer, you know, at, at that point, they've, they've, oh, fallen back. they've fucking fell hard, they've really fallen back too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you talked about that, that stretch and we, we pretty much owned it. We, we had a major slip up against Cincinnati, but like we, we really, we got it back, um, by, by winning against New York city and new England, who, who were really the ones who were, were, were tussling with. So, uh, we've kind of come out on top on that stretch and now it's just a matter of, uh, of of consolidating and and seeing if we can put some distance between them. Give me a hot take, Stu. Hot take. Uh, right off the. So road. about the last game or anything? Anything, anything hot, so hot take. The, the hot take is uh, Toronto is playing Chelsea U twenty one. Oh, week. is that is that part of the the league's? Uh, well, because I know the league put out a thing saying that MLS Next Pro. And Premier League Two are going to have some crossover games. Yeah. So um, 
Real Monarchs are playing Wolves, and TFC2 are playing Chelsea, which uh, I think that's pretty neat. Um, it's The time is fucking awful. It's a 12.30 game for Real Monarchs versus Wolves. I'm assuming that's because it's in Salt Lake. And then TFC2 is at 10.45 p.m. Interesting. Which hmm. seems well, too it's late not for, for fans. Yeah, it's not for fans. That's why it's for actual development, probably. Yeah, but that's like two in the morning for Chelsea players. Yeah. Well, Although yeah. Uh, want to be a pro, play. get over it. <laughs> yeah. So Chelsea's playing here tomorrow, and uh, they're literally flying in at like noon and flying out at midnight. Like they're not even staying the night. We should get uh, Sheffield Wednesday back over here. What about uh? What's that other team? What Swansea? Swansea. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I heard that's been on the books for about eight years. Yeah. Now I would like to see some friendlies down the road. I mean, I don't really care who it is, but yeah, it, play League One team. Fuck it, play Doncaster. Oh yeah, a little grudge Ooh. match for Eddie Williams. <laughs> yeah, Eddie can call up uh some of his old friends. It'd be nice to see. The, uh, yeah, I, I think it would be neat, and I think, I, I think playing the under under twenty ones is a really smart idea. That it, it it gets people who are it gets players who are up and coming, but it also gets I mean in theory, some of the players you see every week on TV could could be could be in those games too. So I have a question for you: What is the difference between the U twenty ones and the the Premier League two teams? I think it's the same. Is it? I don't think. Pre- I I don't think Premier League Two is. Well, I know it's a thing, but there's U twenty three, U twenty one, nineteen, maybe eighteen. Um, yeah, we've talked a little bit about U twenty threes, where that's like you, you're not if you're still in the U twenty threes by like, that point, you're yeah, you're probably not going to make the first team. Yeah, it's a very weird like. A very weird team, but honestly, I, most of what I know about Premier League Two is from FIFA when they used to put you in that when you did be a pro, mm. and they don't do that anymore. So uh, yeah, I'm just curious as to what the distinction. But actually, you know what? Let me get the intern on this. Hold on, Kevin. 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 Is he up here? Kevin, come here. Get inside. Get in the door. I need you to do something. No, come back here. I need you to do something for me. Go to the basement. Go to the file cabinet. The basement. The room that you just you just came from there. Go down there. Check something for me. I need to know the difference between Premier League, the U21 versus Premier League 2. Do you need a pen and paper? A pen and paper. Get off Instagram and type this into your phone. U21 versus Premier League 2. Go. I fucking hate Kevin. I swear All to right. God. Yeah, buy yourself some time there. I mean, you try and do a friend a favor and hire his nephew, and then we get that shit. He's honestly the worst intern that we have. Well, I wouldn't wait for him to get back. He's going to take fucking forever. 
Well, all right here. So what what else? Stu, any other hot takes? Was that was that was that all on your hot take list for the for today? Stu's frozen. Oh boy. Stu, you're frozen. And so just to pull back the curtain here, we're all on the top floor here together, but we were all in our own offices and we're too lazy to just set up a table to do the podcast. So we're still on a team's call technically, even though we could just open the doors and talk to each other. He's frozen in a in a decent pose at least. Yeah, I, very... I think the last time I froze it was it was it was pretty ugly. So I'm gonna go to Stu's office and see what the problem is. Hold oh on. boy. Check it out. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike is uh walking down the hallway, apparently. And uh I am uh clicking through the events of our last game. Because uh, it was pretty hard to watch. Uh, not hard to watch in the sense that we weren't good. Hard to watch in the sense that the camera was a mile away. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to need some help remembering what happened. Mike, how's it going? Uh, he's he's working on it. He okay. just restarted his computer. He'll be back. Yeah, so. I told, I, I told him he could come share my microphone, but he didn't want to do it. It's like a pride thing for him. He's like the big IT guy. He needs mm-hmm. to get it fixed. All right. Well, he'll be back. He'll he'll get this sorted out. Mike, one other question from the game. We already started to move away from it, but the goal was awarded to an alien. Our goal, uh, we won one nothing. Did we even say that? We won one nothing, by the way. Yeah, um, but it was. Uh, I think we thought it was Dolabella at first, and even watching the replay, it it is hard to tell. But uh, what was your what was your your take on that? Well, I'll be honest with you. When we were watching at the bar. It's impossible to tell what the fuck's going on the screen because the camera's so far away. And then we're also, you know, probably 10 feet away from the TV. So there were multiple times where like people want, like didn't know when to cheer or what to do because they couldn't really see. But watching the replay back, it was pretty clear that, you know, there's a, uh, it was bouncing around. Dolabella just rifled it in. It might have gone in on its own. Uh, it's kind of hard to tell from the angle. Um, but an alien just stuck his, uh, stuck his foot out and, and popped it home. Uh, so on the replay, you could tell very clearly that it was an alien, but I think whoever was updating the feed or doing the goals wasn't there and they were also watching the robot camera. So it was a little confusing for them too. And then, you know, there was claims of you know this person scored this person scored on twitter they i think they posted two they did a goal for dolabella they, and they did yeah him. yeah right but then after you know everything settled it was given to will and then also i think dolabella was like yeah no like you could tell during the celebration dolabella was giving it to him basically he, he conceded it yeah at, at first watch uh you could you could see an alien swipe at it but i i couldn't tell if he if he hit it or not but there it is. Yeah, that's that's my last note uh, from the game. All right. Yeah. I mean, other than that, it was. I, I don't want to say it was. It wasn't a boring game, but it was uneventful as far as highlights packages go. And we know that MLS Next Pro has been very lazy with their highlights reels. Inconsistent, we'll say. Yeah, inconsistent. So I, I enjoyed watching it. Obviously, I rewatched it and enjoyed it. 
But unless you're invested in either team, I wouldn't say this is a must-watch game on the replay. It's a big three points, though. I don't want to say the biggest three points of the season, but it's certainly up there. I think I think you could argue that. I think you could definitely argue that. Yeah, beating uh, beating Columbus, beating New York City, New England. I mean, those those are the top teams, and uh, you know we we've, we've beat them all our last our last times out. It's pretty cool. As far as like criticisms of of the team of of the league, I think like the league MLS Next Pro as an ent- entity, I can see I, I get some of the criticism, right? Like we've complained about some things. Complain about the cameras. We complain about the setup. The league didn't seem to launch um, in a in a super clean way. A lot of things seem rushed. Sure, we're playing against uh, mostly two teams. Uh, if you want to complain about that, fine. But what I think is really cool is that the league is clearly building towards something. This is here for a purpose, and it's definitely going to grow. It, it's not going to stay put like this. And there are serious resources behind our team, which is really cool. Jamie Vardy, that's awesome, and that's something it by itself to be excited about. But we have we have the MLS resources behind the league, and definitely a desire to like see this go somewhere. So I'm a little bit impatient about it. I want to get there now, but it's exciting that it, it's building towards something from a league perspective. And then as far as as far as the team, as far as RNYFC specifically, yeah, it's it's our team, it's our city, it's our place. And we want to kind of see this see this mission through, carry on the legacy of the Rhinos and uh and and go somewhere new with it. Um that's that's really cool for a lot of reasons. And besides the fact we've been to the games, it's been awesome. And uh, you know, the product has has kind of stood up for itself too. So and that's I'm on board. That that's why we put up with this shitty camera work. And, you know, I, we like to bitch about it and it, it's bitch worthy. I mean, it's not the greatest, Oh, it's bitch but, worthy. but it's just, it's a small part in the grand scheme of everything. I believe things are going to get better. You're right. There are resources behind this and they're going up head to head right now with other leagues on multiple levels. I think as far as competition wise, I do think the quality of this league is, above a lot of other leagues. It'll be interesting to see what happens when more independent teams join. It's going to look a lot different. I think coming back after the hiatus and winning a sixth trophy, knock on wood, would be... Oh, my dogs are going off now. because I. Um, and winning a sixth trophy... I love bring your dog to work day, don't you? Would be oh yeah. well, they're always here. They squat. They're just stray dogs. Uh, winning that sixth trophy, I think, covers up a lot of hiccups for not just the start of this team in the season, but also the whole league. If you have your only independent team be competitive and, and win the whole fucking thing, that just speaks to the quality of of players at this thing can vacuum up so i guess my point really is we're the shit we're gonna win this fucking league and everybody else is fucking stupid amen you found it (laughs) put that on a t-shirt what a a recovery (laughs) it all comes full circle (laughs) finish him so i think uh 
I'm not sure if uh, if Stu's going to get his technical difficulties sorted out here. Do you want to uh, do you want to go into listener questions, or is there anything else you wanted to hit? No, let's do listener questions. As soon as I pull them up, as soon as I pull them up, dial them up, dial them up. I'm having technical difficulties now. Oh boy. Stu took down the whole mainframe. Okay. I'm going to go in order. This one, I'm not really sure what he's talking about, but I think it kind of ties into what we were just talking about. Jake Mountain writes, how many comments on their YouTube do you guys think it will take before they spend time editing them, showing actual highlights versus posting only the goals and important kicks from the spot? And by there, I'm... Pretty damn sure he means the league. The league, the, the the team, whoever does the editing, I'm pretty sure they're league productions. I get, I get the point. Yeah, that that is basically what we were saying. They had some really good highlight packages for like a handful of games. It probably depends on the camera work. So like this one is a stadium, obviously, where the camera's not well situated. Even if it was an exciting game, I'm not sure the highlights would reflect that. Um, and the fact is that this was kind of a tighter, a little bit slower uh, pace game, at least compared to the ones that we did, we played recently. I'm not sure what your best conceivable highlight package, how how good it could have looked, but yeah, it's inconsistent. It is a little bit frustrating. I would definitely like to see a highlights package that tells the story of the game a little bit. Uh, you see some of the intricate play you 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 get a sense of uh, of the flow and you see the attempts on goal the big saves and the goals uh i, I think we need i mean to, to see it with any consistency i think we're going to need to see those you know the cameras in in all the grounds get updated um and 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 yeah it, maybe maybe staff up on the league I, i'm not sure if that's an issue i'm not i'm not sure how we if, if we can know that but could could be something to do with that as well well, the highlights can only look so good with one camera. Right. That, that's the main issue is you don't have different angles. You can't get close enough to really make the highlights packages engaging. I, I will say as far as their stadium goes, I think what they have, um, which I believe is at a college that's actually on top of a parking garage, uh or is that Red Bull? Ah, whatever. The yeah, that's St. That, John's. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. It looked pretty nice, actually. Um, it, it's a it's a decent uh, it's a decent stadium for the league. But yeah, I was I was gonna say I think that's something that when we start looking towards building our new stadium, it's probably not far off from what we're gonna see at least seating wise and setup wise, where they have maybe you know ten rows deep on on behind the goals. And then a little bit more along the sidelines. But I think, you know, watching those games, we're peeking into the future a little bit about our our new home. Yeah, I think a bigger version of that, that was was Belson Field uh, in in, in Queens where St. John's plays. Yeah, I think it's about, um, I just looked it up. It's a 2,000-seater. And uh, it, it is it is pretty nice. Yeah, I think if we had a you know a bigger ver- version of this, just with, uh, with with deeper stands, that could be something that would be a good fit for uh, for this league. Yeah, with roofs on it too, it'd be nice. Yeah, and that would make the, the, honestly the highlights look a little bit better too if the scenery is better. 
So it's a two, it's a two point problem. It's the scenery itself is a little drab because there's no fans there and it's, you know, they just kind of play where they play. And then the amount of cameras is a hindrance. You need a three camera setup to be considered a professional broadcast. It's just something you need. And I'm hoping with this, uh, Apple deal, you know, there'll be some more investment on the production side of it. Oh, Which, that's our next question, Mike. Exactly. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. what we call a motherfucking, uh, this is a pro right here. Yeah. Transition. That's the word. Electric Greg Tar writes, sorry if you guys discussed this on the podcast already, but what are your thoughts on the MLS Apple plus deal? And do you think we will get better quality broadcasts because of it? You, you, you go on this one, Mike. I know you have yeah, uh, I do. more detailed least, takes on this. At least I hope so. I know on the MLS, like one side, it's probably going to be about the same. They might do some more extra content around the games, do bumper programming, maybe some specials. Kind of like how Paramount Plus is dealed with Serie A. They've added a lot of extra stuff surrounding the games. I think watching the actual game, it's gonna there's gonna be no difference. You're gonna it's gonna be just like it was on ESPN. For our league, I don't know. It's 50-50. The wording was that a lot of games are still gonna be on MLSnextpro.com. The games of the week and things like that are gonna be on Apple TV. So for the Apple TV games, the game of the week, I'm expecting a higher level of production. Three cameras, graphic, you know, uh, just a better production all around. MLSnextpro.com, I'm not convinced they're going to do anything more than the robot camera, which is kind of a shame because if, at least until more independent teams come in, that might be the thing they're waiting for. Yeah, I I certainly hope so. I yeah, I don't have anything much else to add except that I hope they they have more maybe more than one game of the week. Uh, you know, just up the the production quality uh, at least in 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 part by getting a couple games where you have um, the extra cameras, you have a human um, pulling uh, pushing some of the buttons. That would be that'd be nice to see. I I, I do I sincerely hope that we have a higher quality uh, broadcast on at least a few games each week. It's an important thing because a lot of people watch the TV broadcast before they go to a game. Like if somebody like around here in Rochester is thinking like, oh, maybe I'll go check out a game. Let me just pop this on and see how it's going to be. You need that to be good. If they turned it on now, yeah, they'd see the stands with 1,200 people in it. They'd see the smoke. They'd see all the things going on. You can't hear anything. It sounds quiet because it's just the robot mic. There's no directional mics. There's there's nothing extra, which is why people watch games on TV is because they've elevated that art form, I guess, of broadcasting to a level where you feel like you're there. You hear all the background noise. You hear the songs. You hear just like random chatter sometimes in the background. It makes you feel like you're there. If, if it's between watching on TV and going to a game in real life, obviously people want to go to the game in real life, but if they can't, uh, you know, you watch it on TV and you try and get those things as equal as possible. Right now, with the broadcast, it sounds like nobody's there. The announcer just goes off sometimes and just doesn't say anything for like 15 minutes. And 
while that can be a good thing if there's atmosphere being captured, but there isn't. So it's just, it's just quiet. It's not, it's not selling people to go to the games right now based on the robot cam. Yeah. Agree. Concur. What's next? Right. Next question. What are your thoughts? Rick Lewis writes, what are your thoughts on Rex's official 1998 bio? If you haven't seen it, it's from somewhere. He probably dug it up off one of like the old websites, but it's just a rundown of Rex. It says that he's six, four and 991 pounds, which that's not true. He's not 999 pounds. He could be. He's well, a if, rhino. If he would he's show up, monkey. maybe we could test that theory. We could test it. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go to the Twitter and look at it. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Um, I think for 1998, it's very on brand for the late 90s. It's it's the perfect like, amount of corny. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you something. So from from the bio, one of the things is likes to hang out near the Rhino's hot tub. Mm-hmm. Tell 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 the listeners some of our our new Rhino's fans about uh, about the old hot tub that used to be in the stadium. Yeah, they would have a hot tub. I think if you actually go to YouTube and you look up. Rochester Rhinos versus Toronto Lynx. There's a game where in like the very opening scene, they show girls in bikinis in the hot tub. They just had, it was, they kind of tried to pull a Jacksonville Jaguars where they have the pool uh, by the field. I think it was on the party deck and they would just have, you know, girls in bikinis in the hot tub. And that's how we know that Rex is horny. That's he'd right. Slide, he'd slide on through. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. I remember that uh, from from way back in the day. So the question yeah, that, is, what are my thoughts on it? I love it. Yeah, bring it back. Um, okay. Last question from North Cream. And you know what? They could do stuff like that. Uh, that was in the 90s. That was the era of let's just try whatever and see if it works. Yo, it was a wild I west. I kind of miss that. I mean, I, I would like to see a little bit more risks on promotional stuff or just any goofy idea that comes up. Just Dribble try up shootouts. It. Yeah, because there's really there's nothing to lose. Like, if if anything, people just be like, oh, did you hear the dumb shit they did at the Rhinos game? But guess what? They're talking about it. I got a whole list of crazy ideas. You can do. I'm going to send that email. All right. North Korean pirate writes... Favorite farm animal? Mine is probably a tie between two of the classics. Talking pigs, talking cows. Do they have to be talking? I am talking about pigs and cows. Oh, I thought you meant talking, talking cows and talking cows. pigs. Okay. Because I mean, about I, nobody would just talk about okay. cows. Okay. Two of the classics, you know, when you think farm animals, that's what comes to mind for me. You know, all the all the farm stories when you're growing up as a kid, they had pigs and cows. And there are a few other characters in there, but for talking favorites, I think th those those are my go tos. My favorite farm animals, I'm going to give two also, is the little spider in the corner who talks Ooh. to all the other farm animals and gives sure. them advice. Yep. And then the uh the big rooster with the Cajun accent. Very classic. Those are my two favorite. Can't argue. 
All right, that's it. Those are the questions. That's it. Yeah, I'm still fucking waiting on Kevin. Yeah, I think, and also I think Stu had another another question lined up, but he's still stuck down in IT. Of course, it's going to be a while, as is the case with uh, IT generally. Well, we'll get updates from both of them next time. I'm not. I'll tell you right now. I'm not waiting around for Kevin. I'm not waiting for him. Yeah, Stu, well, I don't even remember what you said him in the basement for. Now I, I've already forgotten. Oh, it was supposed to tell me the difference between U21s and the Premier League 2 teams. Oh, I U23. guarantee you. Yeah, they're I the same thing. So I, yeah. I already know. The okay. They're the same thing, audience. I guarantee you he just fucking left. Yeah, well, we'll come up with something to keep him busy tomorrow. And then Stu might never come back. We don't know. <laughs> He's in the Matrix now. Yeah. Well, we'll find him. I'll look for him on the way out. All right. You want me to put that order in for the pizza? Hell yeah. Okay. What do you order? Mushrooms and anchovies again? I'm not an anchovy guy. (laughs) Do you like anchovies? Yeah, fuck yeah. Do you really? Oh, yeah. My dad loves them. Uh, So I grew up picking anchovies off of my pizza, and it just ruins everything. My my hairs get everywhere. It's terrible. Anchovies and onions. I like onions. Onions is a great pizza topping. Underrated pizza topping, for sure. I'm a sausage and onions guy. Okay. No. Yeah, that's good. That would be. I'm 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 the worst fucking first date ever. Anchovies and onions on a pizza. Yeah, terrible. (laughs) If you can if you can get through that on a first date with me, it's all smooth sailing from there. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have that banaka ready to go. (laughs) I actually have a big jar of anchovies that I mushed up and I put some garlic and oil in there and it's like a paste. So like whenever I make like uh I'll do like a bechamel pasta, uh I'll throw a little dollop in there as a base before I, you know, fry up some other stuff. I like the idea of that. I think that's clever. I I I, comm- I commend your culinary skills, but I don't think I would I would enjoy eating it. Anchovy, garlic, and cream pasta. <laughs> Until I'll, you know what? Because I do it light. I'll make a little batch for you, and then you can try it. And if you don't like it, I'll just fucking eat it. I'm will. I'm willing to test it out. All I'll right. give it a shot. Meet me All in right. the kit. Meet me in the thirteenth floor kitchen in like twenty minutes. Sounds good. All right. I'm gonna go check on Stu. See what the fuck he's doing. And if I fucking catch Kevin downstairs, I'm gonna ring his goddamn little fucking. Yeah. Don't hold back. your breath. <laughs> all right uh well next game um fc cincinnati you want to do a preview or no just scores just do some scores real quick for nothing no joking around this time we're gonna mop up revenge okay i'm gonna go two zip us right on all right let's do it to it lars catch you next time right. oh you, you'll all be doing this by labor day <laughs> perfect Actually, I'm gonna go fucking watch that movie. You know what? We'll make the um, I'll make the pasta. We'll put on uh, heavyweights, and we'll just fucking. Put the ones in my hand. We out. I love heavyweights, man. I love heavyweights. Dipping and swerving, almost crash right into the ground. Sweating like hell. They not even trying to see jail. So they pulled the sting and robbed the tow booth for real. Do or die. I'm saying it's you and I. They choose to break the rules at all costs. Do or 
or die, I'm saying it's you and I. Two minds steadily manifested on thoughts. Do or die, I'm saying it's you and I. Two soldiers about to do this pickup, stick them up. Do or die, I'm saying it's you and I.